Welcome to Found in Prague. Hello everyone, this is the part two of Burnout Podcast. Here we discuss how God created space for us to rest, but sometimes it can be difficult to make time for it. And we hope you enjoy the discussion. We try to keep it practical and real to life. Continuing on that is just one thought that if you see someone else burning out, if you see a pastor that preaches in your church every Sunday and and he's getting burnt out, try try and help him, right? If it's a worship leader, anyone who's serving at your church, right? And, and you can do something and you can help them and you can maybe take some of the responsibilities out of them. Try to do that. If it's your friend and you see them stressing out, right? Like Amy said, for example, right? I think your boss saw you behaving differently, right? And if you have a friend that starts behaving differently, right? Don't judge them, but yeah. maybe think that there is something happening in their life or maybe they hit some point and... Just try to ask a question and try to be there and try to help them. I think that's another great advice from for people outside that can see it. Or maybe some people don't even notice they're in the burnout. So you might stop and, and tell them, hey, I can see you're really stressed. I've seen you work a lot and like you probably need some break of, you know, from whatever you're doing and and can I help you somehow and yeah. That's, I think, another good advice for people around the people that are burning out. Yes. No, that's so true. I think it's really good to be aware of the people around you and um, just loving in that way. I've had so many people like <laughs> that I'm close to. They know my look of I feel overwhelmed in this moment or like with this situation and just the simple like, can I help you with anything? Is there something I can do to lessen your stress in this moment? Even just knowing that someone cares like already takes so much pressure off. Even if you can't even think of how they might be able to help you in that situation is just, it's just so nice to know somebody cares and sees what I'm struggling with or even just sees that I'm struggling and wants to do something about it. I think that that could speak volumes. So I would totally highly encourage anybody who has a friend, a family member, or anybody in your life that you just see is struggling. You know, it might even not, they might not even be in a place of burnout, but struggling. And you can help them avoid the burnout by just asking, are you doing okay? Just like the Amy, you know, it's like, are, are you doing okay? Or can I help you with anything? Will something be helpful to you? I think that can be a huge benefit and i would totally recommend that i don't know it's meant a lot to me you wanted to talk about the bible examples of the burnout yeah anything comes to your mind this is my favorite one this is my favorite story so i've been waiting for this this entire time i'm so excited because i was like i don't i couldn't think of something specific in what yeah so So an example of Mm -hmm. burnout from the bible an example of burnout from the bible first kings chapter 19 19 we have the prophet elijah 
Great guy. Loves the Lord. Ah, uh, yes. Right? Oh, yes. Okay. And he okay. just went through so much stuff. Like, literally so much stuff. He was like, I don't remember all the story, but basically like he was dealing with a lot of evil people. There was a queen that was trying to kill him and he just like went through this battle between God's prophets and Baal's prophets, was, which was the other false god that the people were worshiping. And he got to a place where he outran a chariot with horses and he like fled from the city because someone was after him and they wanted to kill him, right? And very interesting story, look it up. But basically he reached this point where he was so exhausted and he, he got to a point that he went, sat under a tree and prayed that he might die. He said, God, I've had enough, Lord, take my life. I am no better than my ancestors. And then he laid down under the bush and fell asleep. And so... If you keep reading the story, basically an angel shows up, gives him food, he eats, he drinks, he goes back to sleep. I think the angel appears twice and does that again. And so I think there are a lot of like spiritual elements in life where sometimes it is an attack from the enemy. Sometimes it is something that you can do to fix your life relationally or or maybe you need to be spending more time with God or something. But sometimes it really is just a physical need. Sometimes you need to stop, take a nap and eat something and take care of your physical health. And just, yeah, you like that. Someone explained this to me. <laughs> Mic drop over here. Someone explained that. And like, seriously, this is sometimes the most simple answer is we just need to take care of ourselves, take a break and then pick up and go. And like, yeah, he was at this place where he was exaggerating like the situation. He's like, I'm the only prophet left. And God was like, nah, there's other people, bro. Like you're being a little dramatic. But after he explained this to him and then and he moved on and, and was able to continue. But though that very important piece was just the angel being like, dude, eat, drink and take a nap. And uh, those are the words I live my life by. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, and I think that that's... <laughs> It just shows us to, I think, that the kind of God that God is, is, you know, I think sometimes, especially in the Christian world, we can get so caught up with turning it into some sort of like, oh, you need to, you know, be really more like more deep, more spiritual, and that will help you. And sometimes that's true, maybe, but sometimes it really is just something physical. Mm -hmm. And, you know, God understands that he... He created us as physical and spiritual beings. And I think that that's so true that God knew that that's what he needed. So he literally sent an angel to give him food because he was so done. He couldn't even get food for himself. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if anybody on this podcast listening right now has ever experienced that where you're just so done where you you just want to lay in bed. You, you don't even want to go down your stairs to the refrigerator to get something. And even sometimes you make yourself get up, go downstairs, you look at the refrigerator and think, I cannot even make the food that's in here. Like, and you just need a friend to make you some food, bring you McDonald's or something. But I just, I would th I think that that's such an interesting, yeah, example of how God sees our physical needs as well. And just literally sent that angel just to take care of his physical needs. And to another example that I find, fascinating is the sabbath and the sabbath year and the year jubilee mm. even god provides uh, prevents burnout by mm -hmm. giving 
a break saying, to have a break. Yeah, break to the land. You don't need to living. go yearly or quarterly. You can go every Sunday or Saturday, right? He's it's talking about the the the, the, the crop, the crop, the yeah. land. Sabbath, yes, the land. but but God even thinks. Yes, for, yeah, for yeah, us. Yeah, yes. For, for yeah, us, exactly. every you should have rest every Sunday, right? The Sunday is a day of rest or mm -hmm. Saturday, depending mm -hmm. on the culture, right? But mm -hmm. Yeah, even on the seventh day, God Ex rested. If God exactly. took a break on the seventh day, I need a day off once a week, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Making a time off, like choosing a time off. I've, I've worked in a place that didn't actually assign a time off, like a break time. And that was so terrible, I can assure you. This boss was like, oh, just, you know, take a break time on your own. On your own. And I was like, what does that even mean? <laughs> because, like, if I take a break time, they are working at the same time. How can I take a break time? I did not take a break time the entire time I worked there. <laughs> oh, my god. Ever. There was no such thing as a 15-minute break or anything like that. And afterwards... The only confession that came out of my mouth, it was, I had a terrible time. Yeah. Well, and seriously, like a break time can make a huge difference. Yeah. Actually. I think this is also an interesting point because I have seen a lot of people today, or not a lot of people, but I have heard of a few different people who intentionally take time off of social media and watching movies or different things like that because... Not that this causes burnout, but it can be an added factor to stress sometimes when you're constantly bombarding yourself with reading information, the reading the news. Yeah, taking a break from some of those things can also not just work because I think like that's important, but also what you're letting in to yourself, what, what you're letting into your mind, what you're letting into your heart. You know, the Lord says to guard our, our hearts. And I, I don't think that just means uh, from <laughs> love before it's, you know, like ready. No, like I think that, that means like the different things that are going to affect you and your ability to serve God. Like God doesn't, he wants us to be able to serve him in the best capacity and way that we can. And part of that is being aware of, of our limits and what we're letting in that affect our minds and our hearts and so I think even, yeah, the news, social media, I know at one point Amy had asked, can I share this about COVID? Sure. Kind of in the thick I'm of, <laughs> oh, yes. in, yeah. in, in the thick of COVID when everything was super just down here in the Czech Republic, we were in lockdowns every, you know, on Zoom and all these different things. You know, we were constantly talking about the situations because our mandates were changing every two days. What was going to happen next? And it was just so much like information. And we were talking about it all the time. And Amy just one day, she's like, I think I just need a day where we don't talk about COVID at all in our conversations. Like, I just don't want to talk about it because it's, it's it's stressful and that was so good like we just made a rule in our house that on tuesdays we were not going to talk about covid and if somebody started talking we just said it's tuesday and then we were like it's tuesday okay we're not going to talk about this you know and i think that was really really helpful to our mental health during covid was it didn't need to be this constant like bummer thing mm -hmm. even though it, it was what we were experiencing 
we just had a day where we didn't acknowledge it. <laughs> and it, it, as funny as that sounds, I think it was really helpful to our household at the time. Good practical advice. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just need to not, you know, acknowledge some things that are hard. Just give yourself a day. It'll be there tomorrow. You can work on it and handle the things you need to handle. <laughs> yeah, I think I think giving yourself a rest and, and the whole... There, there is a whole topic of rest in Bible, uh, which is which could be a completely different podcast. But I think God designed everything very wisely, and I think we as a people are creating our own circumstances in which we are putting ourselves, and we are not obeying what God said about rest, and then we are getting burned out. So I, th I think one of the important things to do is just read more bible have more time with god <laughs> and he will guide you and ask him for guidance honestly right like if if you are in the situation you don't know what to do as we talked about this poor single pastor for a church for many years right just just ask god right like ask him why he did put you in this situation right like where are the other people and ask him maybe like to provide help right maybe send uh someone who can who can preach once a month and i think god will answer that right he he is not leaving you to be stressed alone there. yeah exactly yeah he he will provide an answer he will send help and mm -hmm. you know people will be there and you know maybe tell your church and tell people around you that you're like getting in this zone if you can feel it before it happens mm -hmm. right that i'm i'm really close to being exhausted right like is there someone who can help me yeah. So, yeah. I think that's also really good too, Alex, like especially when you're at that point where you're recognizing it is just to ask for help. It doesn't necessarily mean you're copping out or giving up, you know, like talking about pushing through things. Sometimes, you know, it's not that you're just wanting to give up cuz I know that's that's not a lot, you know, that's not a lot of people's hearts. It's not that they want to give up. It's just they need help, you know. You just need a little help sometimes. Yeah, Moses praying to God on the mountain, right? And people were holding his hands, so... Yeah, mm -hmm. yep. I mean, a lot of examples, right, in Bible. It probably just doesn't come to our for, minds. For anybody who doesn't know that story about Moses' hands being held up, what does that mean? Uh, well, Israelites were fighting with... I don't remember who they were fighting with, uh, but basically there was a fight they were trying to... They were fighting. <laughs> Moses was on the mountain and he was praying for them to win, basically asking God for that. And the I think the one just can't remember the word. No, one um, condition condition oh. was that Moses will have has his hands up, right? Yeah. And did he have a staff too at that time, or was it just his hands? Just I his don't hands. remember. Just I his think hands. hands. Yeah. Okay. And then as soon as he was holding hands up, they were winning. Yeah. And as soon as he would put his hands down, they were losing. Yeah. So there were people helping him on the mountain, holding, just holding his hands, right? So he wouldn't put them up and they it would It was win. the against Amalekites. Uh, yeah. Amalekites. Yes. In Exodus chapter 17, if you're looking for that story. Thank you. Well, and, and I think that that, you know... It, it's just it's funny sometimes like when we when we talk about these stories from the old testament right because if you think about this in a 
like legitimate circumstance, how weird that would be that God would say, you're going to win the battle when your hands are up. But if you put them down, you're you're not going to be winning. Like that's kind of just really, really weird. But I also just think of how thankful I am that God uses all sorts of these things in our lives because now we have that as a reference of like, sometimes we just need help to hold our hands up when things aren't going well, you know, like legit, like we can just put that straight into the context of today right now. And even though it's kind of a weird story or concept, if when you think about it for that time, I'm like super thankful for how God weaves all these things together and gives us hope, you know, for, for difficult situations. I think that's really, really cool just to have hope. One of the things that I've, you know, realized uh, during COVID was the fact that physically not being together is fatiguing. It's like really like you don't get the physical presence. You don't get the hugs. You don't get the high fives. You don't get the facial expression. And you're constantly in internet and and you're so tired, you know. Don't tell it to my wife. (laughs) Um, She loved it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> still can't you know accept the fact she needs to go to the office oh, so oh okay, see okay. People, so. um, but yes to some people yeah, that's yeah, super that, draining that, that, that is true yeah, yeah. so w- what i'm saying is like what i learned is that there is a different aspect that god was trying to teach and i think is very similar to this is that god uses strange situations to demonstrate strange things um which is not strange, but what I'm saying is like <laughs> spiritual unity was something that I've realized was something very unique during this COVID time was um, Bible studies were different, but it was the same. Different, but same. And it was like mind-blowing in my mind. And it was really like something that, oh, this feeling of unification and worshiping together and encouraging each other and praying for each other and knowing each other doesn't always need to be physical is what i've realized it can be something spiritual that can be as powerful maybe the listeners you have realized this but i hope you realize this how amazing it is and it's a strange thing but at the same time i think it's so natural and amazing Yeah, I think that that's, you know, talking a little bit, you know, at the beginning we said we talked a little bit about COVID fatigue, and I think this directly correlates with burnout to a certain extent. Not that if you're experiencing COVID fatigue, you're in a place of burnout, but it means you're fatigued from all the circumstances of COVID. And this might vary, you know, again, from different countries, right? We've, every country has handled these situations in different ways. And so we might not have all experienced the same mandates or measures that were taken. But I think that to a certain extent, different people were were affected by this. Whether it was fatigue from loss in income, fatigue from, yeah, some people not being able to interact with individuals. I had somebody on my team where I could see every time we were on a Zoom call each week, 
like him get less and less like engaged and having a harder time because he's just loves to be with people and he's just such an extrovert and it was very difficult for him to just be not with people during that time and you could see the physical difference like literally in meetings he would continuously just get more quiet and non-engaging and it was really hard to see but I think yeah those things not being able to spend time alone sometimes you were in a house where you were with people stuck with people maybe you had kids like whatever it might have been of just being fatigued from trying to do work and help your kids with school or for all the kids that did online school and that was a challenge for them Um, I think some people liked it just like Alex's wife liked not going into the office some kids I think enjoyed being online and other kids it was super super challenging so you know all those different things that could have led to COVID fatigue something that I really noticed in this time to kind of relate back to what Sean was saying earlier about experiencing being spiritually connected, even though we couldn't meet together. Uh, Something, you know, that I was really thinking about during that time as well is there that was happening long before COVID showed up was in different countries where people can't meet together to express their faith with one another I, you know, they were able, they found ways to connect in with the spirit. And I think that that was really, really interesting to then experience that um, in a more global sense um, to realize that we are connected spiritually in that way. And I think that it was really challenging, but also really eye opening at the same time. And there are aspects of of the whole thing that I'm just like, I never want to go through again. (laughs) And then (laughs) there are aspects that I'm like, okay, I can learn something from this and like move on. And I feel like it's really hard because part of me wants to just like block out everything. But part of me, (laughs) part of me is like trying to remember like what I learned from it. And I think some of it, like some of the rhythms and routines that I had created during the lockdowns and whatnot, that were really helpful in that time. I'm already like, I've already lost them. And they were actually really helpful (laughs) to me as a person. And I'm like, okay, like there's certain elements of it that I think would be really beneficial. But I think for anybody, you know, we're in different stages with COVID around the world, but for anybody dealing with COVID COVID fatigue, um, to find rhythms is also like so, so helpful. I know we had a lady Um, speak to our YWAM team that helped us break down COVID fatigue and identify what's going on. And she really encouraged us to do different things to identify in those areas. And then what we did as a team was we created SMART goals, which Amy, what does SMART stand for again? Because I never remember. Specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely goals time ago so we so we created goals so say again like those areas that I had mentioned earlier from burnout mental emotional physical relational spiritual with COVID um I've identifying like small things that we could do that were those things achievable attainable timely and creating rhythm and Amy was epic I'm gonna call you out on this but she created like a whole smart goals like book binder thingy <laughs> that had all the different areas and like one small thing 
or more, Mm -hmm. one or more small thing that she could achieve within a day or a week or whatever it was that created a rhythm and routine in order to like not experience the COVID fatigue. How was your experience with that, by the way? I think we had already recognized a lot of different symptoms or signs. Like I feel like when she was sharing with our team, she was like listing off the different things. And I was like, check, 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 check. Yep. Definitely need to like, you know, fix this. So for me, making that book was somewhat therapeutic just to be like, I can accomplish this and it can be complete and it is mine (laughs) and I'm doing something. So that's kind of like where it started. But I think as it, it was actually really helpful for me because we, yeah, had that sense of like purposelessness or anything we tried to do was shut down because we were in lockdown. We couldn't connect. So constantly everything was changing all the time. So you felt like you could never accomplish anything that you set your mind to do. Yeah. So even having something as simple as, I don't know, um, reading my Bible for 15 minutes every day, you know, like having that on there was something that was good for me spiritually. I was spending time in God's word and in being encouraged, but it was also good for me mentally because at the end of the day, I could be like, oh, I did something today. Check that off my list, you know? And so I had a bunch of different things like that that helped me in these different areas. And while I was following it, it was really, really good. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how long I actually her, stuck with it. Guys, but her book, w- her book was pretty phenomenal. I'm not going to lie. Like, We want to see it now. Is yeah. there any, <laughs> well, it, was, it was really funny because... Amy will claim that she's not a, a crafty person, <laughs> but were you on the phone with your brother at the time? Yes, I was FaceTiming with my with my younger brother, and he was like, when did you like start doing crafts? I'm like, okay, it has to look pretty if I'm going to do anything with it. So She's like, this is organizational, yes. not crafty. <laughs> he's like, you have like construction paper, scissors, glue. I'm like, it's organizing. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> it's different than a craft. But yes, I remember when she made it and like, it was it was a pretty epic book like i didn't make a book i had my my smart goals but i didn't make a you know an organized book like that but i want to see it we may we may attach it to our podcast if, <laughs> if amy sends it <laughs> for other people online that are curious I, I know i mean maybe it will help someone you know maybe they, they didn't have this yeah. advice they didn't have that <laughs> so maybe it's time oh for yeah them no for see. sure <laughs> expose my whole private life on the podcast it's oh, fine it, it, <laughs> no. are there any, like kidding. private calls there no nah, no nah, don't have to do that it's all chill yeah but but seriously for anybody listening that wants to do something like this the smart goals is like you can look up just google smart goals and see what you know what it stands for and just make small things you know that you can accomplish um, some small little goals that can correlate to mental emotional spiritual relational physical health and if you can do one or two areas at the same time sometimes you can't do all those areas because you're just too overwhelmed you know identify what ones you think will help you the most in that situation maybe you you know that you need more time with god (laughs) and Again, it's just that one verse a day. And, you know, that's going to really, really help you. And you also know that emotionally, I don't even know if I have any tips on the emotional one. I don't know. I can't think of something. But let's just go with physical. So you identify (laughs) spiritual and physical. So you know, okay, I'm going to read that one verse a day. And I'm going to go on two walks per week. And you think that's achievable for you. 
you know, two walks, two 15-minute walks a week. Because that, that's the whole point of it is that it's not to make you more overwhelmed. It's, it has to be something that you feel like you can achieve. Mm-hmm. So even if you have to start super, super small, like that's the, the best thing. But anyways, I hope that helps anybody. It was really helpful for, for me and I think our whole team because mm-hmm. we all did it. And it, it really helped us continue to press through um, those things and move beyond the blocks that were there with COVID and the circumstances that was there that we couldn't control and find just a little tiny something that we could control that gave us energy and strength to push through the things that we couldn't control. I don't know. I think, I think I've told this story before. But I want to share it again. I was at a place of having, I think I was having a panic attack. I was having a panic attack and I messaged a friend about it and we were talking and it was one of the first times I had experienced something to that level. And he gave me this advice ah, and he said, <laughs> this is the best advice. I know is what the it best is. Advice. He said, take a deep breath, drink a cup of tea and read Ephesians. And I swear, like I've used that so many times where if I'm feeling overwhelmed or I'm feeling anxious or something, I just need to stop, take a few, you know, take some deep breaths. I'm not even a huge tea drinker, but I will drink a cup of tea and read Ephesians. And it seriously is some of the greatest advice that I've ever been given. So if that helps somebody. Yes, I totally testify to this because Amy told that to me at one point in time. And I have used it so many times. I told it to one of my friends. He said it's helped him throughout different circumstances. And I just think it's, it's really good. Take a deep breath. Drink a cup of tea. Read Ephesians. Amen. We hope that... In all our discussion today about burnout and COVID fatigue, that you guys were able to gain something from it. And we don't want to make light of, of either of these situations and what individuals are going through. They can These can be really serious, but we really just want to encourage people listening to reach out, to ask for help, to uh, find small ways to avoid burnout, to, yeah, really identify and self-evaluate i think these are all really important things and just we just want to encourage people to do that and hope that you guys um yeah can also help anybody else that you see might be experiencing these things as alex mentioned earlier that if you see somebody in your life that is experiencing covid fatigue or burnout or close to burnout that you can really just be a source of help and a source of light and I think above all else, just that we can give these things to God and just surrender um, these areas as we're going through them in life. And if you don't have anyone around and you need help, just send us a message. Our email is in the description of the podcast and we'll try to help you as much as we can. Yeah. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Found in Prague. If you enjoyed today's show, please like, subscribe, and tell a friend. Follow us on social media at Youth Praha. Join us next time.